about now, brown cow? Alright, you're showing up nice and loud and clear on the speakers. Okay, we don't usually record immediately following uh, the movie, but this is fun. We just finished Kevin Smith's 1994 Clerks ahead of uh, what is hopefully going to be our run up to uh, the Secret Stash and the Quick Stop this weekend. Uh, Dad, I'm fairly confident this was your first ever Kevin Smith movie. Yes. What did you think about it? It was... It was, um... <laughs> uh, obviously low budget, but but they they mm-hmm. seem to make it work. I mean, they... they um, I don't know where, they, where he got all the people. I guess he had some budget, but... <laughs> Um, it looked like a lot of friends and buddies and yeah, hang-ons yeah. and cousins and stuff were in it. Uh, yeah, like uh, <clears throat> uh, the the legend goes that he managed to raise $27,000 wow. to make this movie, which is less than I make in a year, and wow. that's sad. Um, but it's also probably the lowest budget movie we'll ever review okay. or, or watch together on this. And he got it by borrowing money from his parents, selling his comic book collection, and uh, uh, maxing out all of his credit cards. Okay. And uh, the story goes that as soon as the movie was a hit, he went and bought back all of his comic books. Uh, okay. And now, of course, full circle, he owns his own comic book store. Cool. Uh, which prompted this viewing of the movie. So you were, you seemed to be having a pretty good time. It with was, the movie. yeah, it was, <clears throat> well. I was very worried. It's, no. It, <laughs> it's, re- it's really sleazy and filthy, well, first of all, yeah. which did, doesn't bother me a whole lot, but I mean, it was really pretty sleazy and filthy in parts. Um, and the, the, di- the dialogue was like, uh, the people didn't look like they should be talking that way. It was like it was like an ongoing hour and a half philosophical discussion it, about life. It plays like a black box theater showpiece where you get just as few characters as possible, and okay. it's like that there are no like props or sets. It's all theater of the right. mind. So it does just end up being like two hours of two people just yammering at one another. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all all this was... this philosophical <laughs> uh, deep life uh, concepts, and I mean some of the vocabulary they're using. You yep. know, it, yeah. It, but the right the writing would seem very clever. Right. Yeah. And yeah. M- most people, well, at first. Some of the people, the act, acting was really amateurish, but then, well, yeah. But then you get into it, and it's like, oh, that that doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, you kind of tune your brain to radio clerks, yeah, and get into it. But yeah, uh, yeah so, some of the background uh, characters, as as few of them as there were, were just kind of hilarious in their own right. Exactly. Oh, uh, man. So, um, I I forget if I told you this before we saw the movie. But I wanted to see if I could get your reaction on microphone. So Kevin Smith, the director of this movie, had a role in this film. Do you know who he played? I just assumed it was Dante. No, no. Okay. Dante is a uh, uh, a pretty uh, uh, local guy, actually. Well, they're all local to like you know Central Jersey, but that is Brian O'Halloran. Okay. Uh, an acting friend of Kevin Smith's. Okay. All right. So, knowing how written this movie is and how verbose all of the characters are, 
Would it surprise you when I say that Kevin Smith is Silent Bob? I was just, okay. It's got to be Silent Bob. It's got to be Silent Bob, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just um, assumed it was uh, um, Dante. Or, uh, or then Randall. Yeah. Apparently, Kevin Smith wanted the uh, wrote the role of Randall for himself, which is why Randall has so many great bits and, and, right. and lines and stuff. But uh, this guy, Jeff Anderson, came in and kind of knocked it out of the park. So, yeah, yeah good for him. Yeah, he did good. Uh, yeah, those and, two guys uh, were good. Yeah. So, that's the big joke. So, like, the the uh, comic book shop is called Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Okay. Impl- and the running joke is that Jay and Silent Bob are the running characters throughout all of his movies. So, okay. they show up in every single movie. Okay. Uh, and... You were asking me if this guy made more movies. As yes. a matter of fact, yeah, I think you he did, did. You did say that. Yeah, I'm going to pull up his director credit. All right, so Clerks, uh, Mallrats. I'm pretty sure you've seen Mallrats, but like might have. Yeah, 18 years ago, you were chaperoning for a junior class trip, and a guy brought along movies for the class to watch, and one of them was Mallrats. And I just, I kind of dimly remember you having a reaction. It's, all they do is talk about superheroes' dicks. So, yeah. <laughs> I, it might have been like a bus trip or something. Yeah, and they that's put what the I movie think on the one, bus so. trip, and I, I, I don't know. I think I, I told them to take it off, and then I fell asleep, and they put it back on. <laughs> and yeah, that's it was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. not appropriate, you know. Well, you know, being a a good high school teacher right yeah um you don't want uh, the children to be exposed to that sort of thing (laughs) but they were all having a blast and Uh, and then and after that i just pretended i was just still asleep and just watch it good call because i didn't want to have to argue with them fair enough um but yeah uh, mall rats is probably most famous because it's one of the first movies that stan lee makes a extended cameo in and he gives the main character some sage life advice uh, after the main character peppers him with questions like, so the thing, is his dick also made out of rock? Or does the Hulk's dick scale right. with him and stuff like that? So, yeah. It's, why why uh, was Stan Lee in it? I don't know. I mean, what connection do, <laughs> what connection do they have? I, I, I dimly remember hearing the story once before because Kevin Smith also has his own bevy of podcasts. So I've heard him talk a lot. Which is ironic, considering he's Silent Bob. Uh, yeah, but that's been addressed before. Um, I think, like, he was just on a whim, sent a message to uh, uh, Stanley's agents to try and get him involved. And after basically haranguing his agents for months, he got him to talk okay. to Stanley. Yeah. So oh. you asked me the other night, like, because uh, we were talking about the Mandalorian. And um, you said, can you get paid for knowing all of these things? Yes. And I confirmed that there is a keeper of the canon at Lucasfilm whose sole job it is, is to keep track of all of Star Wars. Wow. <laughs> and know every detail about every planet and wow. and everything. So it's pretty much that guy and Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith has turned it into his career. Okay. He actually directs a lot of, um, besides all of the movies he does... Uh, he's done, uh, at least four episodes each of Supergirl and The Flash, 
on TV. So he what do you mean a, he's done? He's written? Uh, he's directed. Oh, directed. I think okay. he's written as well, but I'm only in his directing okay. credits. Um, but as far as movies go, yeah, it's Clerks, Mallrats, uh, Chasing Amy, which is about a guy trying to get over his love for a gay woman. Not okay. seen that one. Dogma, which I really want to watch next week. It's one okay. of mom's favorite movies as well. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, in which it's basically the Muppet movie, but with two drug dealers. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, a couple of terrible movies. Uh, Jersey Girl. Uh, Clerks 2, he made in 2006, 12 years after this movie. Mall, Mall, eh, sorry, Dogma and Clerks 2 are probably my two favorites of his movies. Clerks uh, 2? Clerks 2, yeah. Especially just in the 12 years between Clerks 1 and 2, you can really just see the evolution of him as a director. Yeah. They won, they can afford color film now, okay. so it's shot in color. And he actually employs a lot of camera tricks and editing techniques and tones down his dialogue a little bit from okay. being so overly written. Okay. Uh, but of course, there's also, a, like, in this movie, they had the conversation about Return of the Jedi. In that movie, they have a conversation about the Lord of the Rings. Okay. So I kind of don't want to show you Clerks 2 until after we've seen the Lord, Lord of, of the, the Rings. Rings. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, the, the dialogue, though, I mean, wasn't it intentionally written that way to be... Yes. Like, so... so yeah. I, I don't know. It was like like a staccato kind of move, move, move. Yeah. All this philosophical stuff uh, from a couple of losers, really. Right. Like, yeah. Really, you know, maybe, maybe tone down is the wrong word. He he learns to pace it a little bit better. Okay. That might be the better word for okay. it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because I mean, it's it was obviously not realistic for these two losers to be talking that way but yeah. but it was yeah. it was in, you know it, it was interesting to, to listen to him to try to follow along and all all the right, characters yeah. all the characters had interesting uh um comebacks and and good lines and stuff yeah. all right well did you have any like standout moments for you or any moment that really made you lose your mind i know you kind of like went what a couple of times uh, well, yeah, some of the stuff is just so bizarre. I mean, uh, um, his his porno movie was Chicks with Dicks, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, if you're into that, that's cool. I personally am not, you know, but uh, <laughs> wouldn't be the movie I would have picked. Um, but uh, And they, they talk about all this raunchy, rude, crude stuff right in front of and with the women that they're there. I right. mean, it's like a lot of locker room talk, boys talk and stuff. Right, yeah. But the women are are right in there and, and his current girlfriend oh, man. Uh, with 37 yeah, guys, 36 guys. 30. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's like wow in on, on a couple levels. You right, know? Like, yeah. Wow and wow and what? Wow, really? <laughs> and then you start thinking, wow, is that... Can that be true? Or you know, I, I don't know. But you know, it we, was, we haven't. Neither of us have led that kind of lifestyle. N no, I, uh, <laughs> I'm wondering. You know, like, is she still single? You know, like, uh, give her a call or something. I don't know. Uh, the character or the actress? The actress. The act. Well, the character. Uh, either uh, one. Either or. Either one. Okay. Well, let's pull her up. Why not? Um, Veronica. Marilyn Gilotti. 
Um, yeah, she's apparently in. Oh no! Uh oh. She's apparently in a bunch of. Um, they're called mockbusters. Okay. They're not blockbusters. There's this company called the. Okay. I can't believe I'm going to have to explain this, but why the hell not? There's this company called The Asylum, which hears about a big budget, high draw box office movie, like in this case, Terminator right. Dark Fate from last year. Okay. And uh, they put out a movie with a similar poster and title and vaguely same plot description. Okay. Okay. And the goal is to get them onto movie shelves before the big one f- purely for the for, to corner the market of confused grandmas. Okay. It's like, oh, little Billy likes the Transformers. Yes. Here's a movie called Transmorphers. Yes. Billy will like this. It's it's I can't believe it. Yeah. So she's Mock in Busters. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh oh my gosh. Some of the titles though are pretty incredible. Um Supernatural Assassins. Clerk's Minute, the TV series. Ooh. Oh, she shows up in uh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot that came out last year. That's kinda cool. Okay. All right. Rogue Warrior, Robot Fighter. Oh gosh. Starship Rising. So these are all movies that you would have never watched. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The Alien Armageddon. Okay. That came out in 2011. So yeah, right when Prometheus was coming back on the market to okay. uh, for the aliens. Okay. So. Never heard of that. Never heard of that. All right. Um, oh God, yeah. So yeah, he launched a whole career off of this movie. And now, like I said, the grand joke is he owns his own comic book store, which uh, hopefully we get to go to this weekend. I'm very excited. Um, oh, is he going to be there? I very highly doubt, doubt it. it yeah. He does live in, does he live in Jersey or L.A. these days? I know for a while, I haven't kept track of the man, but for a while there, he was living right there in Red Bank, New Jersey. Okay. Which is where most of his films take right. place. That, obviously, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, well, I, you enjoyed Clerks? Yeah, it was, um, it was fine. I mean, it's, um, I, I, I'm having trouble with the raunch factor. That's fair. I'm not sure why, but it's, fair. you know, it's a little, I mean, I'm sitting here with another guy watching it. It's right. not like I'm watching it with, with uh, women or something like that. But, um, but other than that, it, I think it was clever. It was I, uh, really clever. The dialogue was really clever and the interactions and. You know, the whole, it was really philosophical, you know, as, as well as uh, stupid and cheesy. <laughs> that it was. I always love the image of them playing hockey on the roof. On the roof of the of store. Of the convenience yeah. store, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, so they had to shoot this movie at night so that Kevin Smith could work there during the day because that's where he worked. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this was very loosely based on his life. Okay. Um, and... According to IMDb, which is never wrong, he they shot from uh, uh, 11 p.m. until six uh, until 4 a.m. and then he would try and sleep for two hours oh, and then wow. he would go back and to go work. back to work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which it's like, oh no, oh, poor Kevin Smith. Dude's like the stoner these days, though. So if you're interested, you can buy a lot of Jay and Silent Bob paraphernalia. At the secret stash. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm good. 
Okay, oh, that's I'll fair. check it out. I'll that's, check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's, it's worth a look see. Yeah. Um, there is. is a there is a joke in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where they've traveled cross country and run into a couple of uh, dealers in Hollywood, and they they then proceed to exchange weed dealers union cards, oh, and they're like, yeah. It's okay. local, local 69, local 420. Hey! hey. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. Did you have any other questions about... No, we're, weird characters. Weird uh, characters. Um, uh, you know, the the awkward acting and stuff. And, mm-hmm. But it, it it was interesting. Really good. different. Very different. Good. Well, I'm glad In you enjoyed way. it. In a good way. I'm very glad you enjoyed yes. it. Because uh, since the secret stash is uh, closing at least temporarily the end of this month, uh, I was hoping we could do one of his follow-up movies, Dogma, okay. for next week. Right. There is a prop from that movie that I so desperately want you to see in person. Okay. And that is the Buddy Christ. So, okay. Oh, I've, I've seen, as a matter of fact, uh, don't we have the bobblehead? Uh, yes, I Bobblehead actually... Buddy Christ. Dogma is the only Kevin Smith movie Mom actually likes. Okay. You can understand why, given the dialogue yeah. of this movie. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, but Dogma is, and you'll see this next week, it's uh, basically Kevin Smith wrestling with his Catholicism. Okay. So, and one of the visual gags is this local Jersey church is trying to rebrand itself to appear to a hip generation. So they introduce the buddy Christ. Buddy where he's Christ, like putting yes. the thumbs up. Yes. And uh so I when I was at the Secret Sash, I bought mom a buddy Christ. Buddy Christ. Yeah. Uh which uh I I'm just tickled every time I see that in mom's possession because was, of where was, it comes from. <laughs> was there like like a what was his reason for this movie besides his reason yeah i mean what what was the purpose of, like what was the the story of the the point of the movie he wanted to make a movie and he didn't have any money to do it so he wrote the lowest budget thing he could based on loosely his own life so so there was no real theme to this or no like real real point well, to the movie well or? per imdb which uh, the trivia page is suspect if i've not made that clear they claim that it's based on the divine comedy like dante's trip that's to hell hence the subtitles yeah I, that's what the i title was cards, think the yeah, the, yeah. The, the the title cards you know every couple of five minutes or so yeah it seemed like there was it was based on yeah. something like that i've done zero research into this but Apparently, those are the nine levels of hell. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and there are nine, yes. There, there are nine. Yes. Uh, yeah, so... I Interesting. Okay. I don't know how much to read into that, but it's might, it might be in a very similar way that, like, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou yes, is okay. uh, the Odyssey. Okay, okay. So, uh, hey, there's a Cyclops in it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah it seemed it seemed like there was some theme in it or some point to it uh, other than just a bunch of cheesy stupid stuff. Uh, I think it's also a, a loose attempt to humanize the poor schmucks that work behind uh, the counter. Yeah okay yeah okay they have some sort of rich internal dialogue or external dialogue yeah as this movie shows yeah, yeah. okay all right. Any other questions? No. I think we're about wrapping it up. So. That was fun. Good. Good. 
All right, so uh, let's see. I am Harrison Lickner, HD Lickner on the tweets, Muscle Nerd Studios on I... Well, not IMDb. Be weird if I had an IMDb. That's that's dad on the lips. Um, Muscle Nerd Studios on Instagram. Thank you to Sean Monaghan for our theme song. Dad, take it away. Uh, Vote in Georgia. Uh, Be good to each other. Wear your stupid mask, you stupid person. Oh, my God, please. And uh, stay away from people and don't go out if you really don't have to. Um, This is pretty serious. Uh, We don't want grandma uh, to get sick and die um, because that can happen. Oh, sorry. Before we wrap up. So big movie news relating to Corona. Warner Brothers has announced the other day that every single one of their 2021 movies are going to be released on HBO Max. In Well... Instead, instead of, of and at movie theaters. Oh, wow. And a lot of people are saying that this is the end of the movie theater experience. I don't know. I'm going to put it on the line. If the movie theater experience does indeed go away, it will become exactly what vinyl albums are right now. Yes. A niche market yeah. made for a discerning few. You won't have your big AMC 24s at Nishamini. It'll be a grand old classic movie palace right. where pe- like the Colonial over right. in Phoenixville where people will still gather to sh- sit in sticky seats Yes, uh, as a community. Yes. Because there are people like me that still love that experience. Yeah, and the big don't screen. Want to see it go away. Yeah, the it's big wonderful. screen. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I'd personally love to see it as a driving force behind um, the Newtown Theater getting a, a, a refurb. Okay. Uh, but uh, that's just me. Yep. But 1903 so, Theater with the original walls and well, it's been repainted it, and it cleaned could up. Use uh, a better sound system. In well, my, yeah, yeah. And the seats are the old style. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, auditorium seats and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so, but that does include movies that I was hoping to see next year, cool. like Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla. Oh, God. So we might wind up covering it from home next okay. year. So we'll see what happens there. We'll do. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, go out and do something. Do something with your life, please. Make good choices. Be nice. Be nice.